Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is FCB Radio, where real talk lives. Visit us online at FCBRadio.com. Hey y'all, welcome to Necessary Roughness. This is Eric E. Will Williams alongside Christy Maggard. Hey, hey. Darvio the Kingpin Morrow. What's poppin'? And CJ, he's munching cob. Tis the season to eat cookies. These are good. Do you make these, Christy? No, I'm sorry, I didn't. Now, who's I'm are these? Slacking. These just random cookies? No, no, she brought them. Uh, she she brought them. I, oh. I brought them. They are homemade. I just didn't make them. You brought so this I'm contraband sorry. in here. I know. <laughs> Tis the season to share, so I wanted to share my homemade goodies with you guys. So. Yes, and speaking of sharing, my godson is here, so we're sharing some airtime with him. So you may hear him from time to time. <laughs> yes, G Will is here. Yeah. Running around. Yes, this is a family-friendly environment. So, Most speaking of, of fr- family-friendly environment, you know, we <laughs> did the FCB air. Radio Network uh, first annual Christmas party. Yeah. And, well, you know... Fir- that was the first annual? Yeah. I it didn't was. know that. It was the first time we... Had, yeah. Well, yep. and, and what's crazy is those of our loyal listeners know that we've talked about how, you know, CJ... Some of his family will call him Clinto, and Darvio. None, none of, of my his family, family call me Clinto. Uh, I thought that's how that came about. I thought, that's, I thought it was teachers how, or something. Yeah, it was teachers. Oh, teachers, oh, my teachers my in bad. school. Oh, 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 but it was oh. Darvio who said that some of his family members have messed his name up, yeah. and I Dario. finally heard it, and I couldn't help but laugh. You know, we're sitting there, and all of a sudden I hear, "Hey, Darvio." Tell me from the south. Thinking my head, don't pronounce certain letters. Like, where's the V? What did, what, did you, what did you say last week? They ain't got time for them. Dario. That's why my uh, when we go back to South Carolina, my family they call my dad Clinton. His name, his name is Clinton, <laughs> and they call him Clinton. But the the bad part is, is I'm I'm Clinton J Cobb, I'm not Junior. I'm Clinton Jarrell Cobb. Right. My dad is Clinton Augustus. So he, that's straight south, right? right. There. Like your middle name, Augustus? <laughs> you straight that from That sounds like down home yeah. south right there, buddy. My, my, my aunts and my uncles, they'd be like, Clint up! <laughs> <laughs> like, what happened to the rest of the name? <laughs> but it was, it was fun, man. It was a good time. There was a lot of alcohol involved. There was so much alcohol that we still have unused bottles. Oh, brother, you can pass that my way. <laughs> like, wait a minute. I didn't get to drink that night, so you could pass me. Yeah, you bit. sure <laughs> didn't. You didn't even like Put a red ribbon on it. Yeah, you should let us go home with some bottles or something. <laughs> oh, give that away as parting gifts. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, somebody. Mean. It was somebody from FCB. I don't, I don't remember which one it was that was like, uh, 
so uh, are you going to fix the drink? I'm like, it's self-serve. It's a, we got an alcohol bar right there. <laughs> like, just go right there. It's like a buffet line. Go there and get anything you want. We yep. had Jack. We had Jose, Jose Cuervo. We had Seagram. Ciroc. Respect Ciroc. to the captain. Yeah. <laughs> Respect to the captain, Captain Morgan. <laughs> All kinds of stuff. Uh, I wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Mr. C.J. Cobb, uh, actor extraordinaire. This guy just got another role. Hey. Yesterday we were out at. Uh, Look at you! Yeah. We were at a film commission uh, party yesterday, and uh, this man's getting getting out there, getting here, a couple little roles here and there. Sign my notebook before you become famous. Oh, and leave us. And yeah. leave us. Yeah. Uh, who should I make this out to? Forget all the little people. The one, the only, the awesome Christy Maggard. Let me get my pen ready. <laughs> Man, what is it like, man? How do you like the experience of acting? No, it's a lot of fun, man. Especially with with someone like like me, not to sound like cocky or full of myself or something, but uh, like I have a lot of uh, energy and personality, and when I get to channel that and turn into somebody else or try and play a character, it's always fun and, and exciting for me. So I, I like the idea and the concept of becoming an actor mm-hmm. uh, just trying to do it i actually found out about some acting classes at, i think it's called cleveland play is that cleveland? okay yeah. something downtown mm-hmm. and uh, i might try and get into that and then i also met a couple people with some improv classes uh that they'll be doing so um, look if you if you're in town and you're trying to get down with some acting classes and some improv classes you know hit me up hit me up on the social media and uh, maybe we'll take some classes together. Yeah, yeah that's that's you. one thing I've I've never really been. That wasn't a talent of mine. It, it's really hard. Like people don't realize how difficult it is to pretend to be someone else. Oh man, for that's my that favorite thing. Period of time. I won Best Actress for one of the plays in high school. So if you ever need acting tips, just let me know. Oh, well, thank you. Look at see, I told you awards. <laughs> the superstar, Christy Mack. She wears glitter in her eyes. It's Christmas. It's, it's I like I was. To... I was the best actress in Greece. Well, was... <laughs> well, we almost did Greece, and then we couldn't. I was so sad. No. What did you guys wind up doing? Um, we did. Let's see. The four musicals that I was in were The Pajama Game, State Fair. Uh, I can't remember the other two. I was say, I've um, never heard of any of them. No, way, no, no. Either way, she was the best singing tree <laughs> on stage. You. I'm sure. <laughs> I was in two plays, too. There's no singing in plays. Two plays. Uh-oh. So, yeah. I, don't know. I took theater in high school, but that's about it, really. I, I could write, I can write it. Like, I could, I could write amazing scripts, script, yeah. but... As far as like acting, that's never. Well, been nobody knows what you're thinking because your eyes aren't existing. <laughs> you just have no eyes, so I wouldn't know. Did you know see what to his read. profile picture on Facebook? No, I or did he not. Put, he put a picture up. That's did right. Did you? I'm going to look yes. at that right now. Are his eyes showing? Yes. What? No. Yes. Because right. his dad commented, "Looking good, son." He did. You he did. You know what? I bet this phone wouldn't even work on you. This iPhone XR, by the way. Uh, yeah, he just had to say that. I came up. I came up. He just had to say that because he has the iPhone XR now. Yeah. He had the iPhone two last no, week. First of all, it's so fancy you couldn't even work it. Don't, don't even disrespect me. All right, I had an iPhone six plus. All right, don't forget the plus. Don't, don't forget, forget the plus. plus. Oh yeah, you know oh saying? yeah. That was the iPhone. I had two iPhones ago. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, this thing has face recognition, and it couldn't even recognize your face because you have no eyes. How about that? Oh my! You know, he ain't get that one. You know what was funny is like he was having he was having a hard time with his with his six plus, and so I was trying to help because you know I had that phone before, and I'm looking, and you know those the old iPhones they have no memory on it, mm-hmm. and so he had zero 
uh, megabytes available. Like, he couldn't do nothing. Like, his phone was done. I'm like, bro, I don't even know. He couldn't even upgrade, like, certain apps and stuff to be yeah. able to do anything. Like, you had no space. Because he didn't have any storage, yeah. None at all. Yeah, that's happened to me a couple times. <laughs> But, um, hey, I have a really quick story that I wanted to do on air. Speaking of all that liquor and Christmas time and things like that, several years ago when Jay and I were first, that's my husband, were first married, before we had kids, we were up at my grandparents' house in Michigan, and we were doing something called peppermint patties, which are shots of peppermint schnapps, and then you squirt in Hershey syrup in your mouth, and then you shake it together. So my grandparents Wait, were in there. you their... shake it together in your mouth? Yeah. So you go... <laughs> yes. And my 70-year-old grandparents were doing this in the kitchen of their house, and it was like New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, whatever, morning. And um, my grandmother goes to my husband, um, Jay, come do another one. And Jay goes, no, I'm okay. And she goes... Don't be a wuss. Come do another Ooh. shot. And Jay's like, well, I guess I'm you doing another to, shot then. You got to. So did she actually say wuss? Yes. Okay. She called him a wuss. Yeah, when grandma called you out, you got to do it. Which All is right. hilarious because she's like four foot nothing. And my husband, or she was, she's gone now. But, um, and my husband's like six foot two. I mean, she was just like this little peanut pite. And she, <laughs> she called Stop him a wuss because he wouldn't do another shot. Take this shot. Oh, oh, Come yep. over here. So you guys will have to, I'll have to bring in this stuff. And we'll have to I've never had. Patties. I've never had that before. They're delicious. <laughs> it's my favorite shot. Has of anybody ever had that before? No. They're good. Never. They're I've really had, good. I've had rumple mint. Now, what, what is that? that? That's that's a shot that you do when you go to the club. It's just a shot that tastes like mint. You know, so I whenever Mine's I don't have better. I don't have a gum I don't have like gum or a breath mint. Mm. You know, a breath refresher just gives you an excuse to get another shot. Yeah, exactly. You get you get fresh <laughs> breath and you get a shot. So you get drunk while you freshen your breath. So right. <laughs> is that like uh, that I don't and know, fireball? Is that call your man card and question that you're admitting that you get like fruity drinks or in this case not fruit but mini drinks. No, that improves my man card because that means I'm innovating the game. Correct. You know what I'm saying? I'm adapting and overcoming. What? If I don't have if I don't have what I need. You know, say say I've been moving and shaking around, right. you know, moving, shaking, pump moving, faking, shaking. always baking something, you know. Oh, and, yeah. and, He's admitting he can drink with the basic white girl. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, I need something quick to, to freshen the breath. It's like, oh, dang, I just used my last mint, you know, right. when I was macking to this shorty in the corner. Sure, yeah. Uh, that, it's that, better than, than, it's that's better than walking is. around with a, a mint. You know, right. let me get some fireball, too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You get fireball and rumple mint or either or. Now, I've had, I've had fireball with the, uh, like, the apple cider beer. I can't think of the name of it right now, but when you mix the two together, that's really good. Hmm. It's like um, Angry Orchard. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Angry Orchard and Fireball is really good. But make sure you have a designated driver if you're going to do that. Yes, absolutely. I'm not. I'm, I've had that before. I'm just not a big fan of Fireball. I don't really like cinnamon and stuff. Yeah, I'm the that, same. I way. can only I can only take Fireball with the Angry Orchard because I don't like cinnamon stuff. Either. It's just like Big Red. Yeah, and, and I don't like, like drinking Big Red. They called it like Angry Apples or something. Ooh, or, I like that name. Uh, something. I forget. There was like a term for it with the shot and the. It's beer. almost like hard cider. Would be what that's like. Yeah, like basically. a hard, hard apple cider. Yeah, yeah. Pretty delicious, but you know, jot these down, folks, and have yourself a merry little Christmas. <laughs> Just make sure that you stay home. Or and when Uber. you come right, <clears throat> when you go back home after arguing with your family, you can go ahead and and use all of these or and enjoy it. Try it on Grandma. I don't know <laughs> what. Whoa! All right. uh, I'm talking about the peppermint patties. I introduced that to my grandparents, and they loved it. So, well, moving so, on, Christy, so. how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It's crazy because my kids were finishing up school this week, and so we had all those, you know, Christmas 
parties and I was at school for um, the twins' Christmas party today and yeah, remembering teacher gifts and snacks and this, that, the other and everything that you had to send in. You had to buy the teacher's gifts? Yes. Yes, you have to get. Where they do that at? Uh, yeah, right. It wasn't at my school. <laughs> you Always. Buy I mean, the kids might might make something like, "Hey, here's a card for the teacher." Mm. You know, yeah. a macaroni card. A macaroni. Card. <laughs> you go, Merry Christmas. Nope, no, don't you... don't buy no. What'd you buy the teacher? Um. Well, my friend does this like custom paper, like twirling. I don't know what it's called, and she does this custom paper work, and it's amazing. And she does all these awesome design. So I had her do one for um, my oldest daughter last year for her teacher. She did an apple and then she calligraphies their name underneath. So it's this really neat, um, like totally unique um, handcrafted paper apple. And then it says the teacher's name underneath. So I got um, my oldest daughter. I had a pencil done for her teacher this year and then two apples for my, the preschool teachers. So I shopped small because she's a, a small business, or she was kind of whatever, just supporting my friend and her her work, and then um, put some um, ornaments that the girls made in there as well. So they did make something, and I bought something and gave them some candy. So, How nice of you. I try. I try and make it unique and different. They They always – I'm like – Teachers, since you guys don't know that teachers get gifts, they get a lot of the same stuff, like mugs and, World's you know. Best teacher. Yeah. Also, they're like this, dads that and, the other and Father's and Day. Stuff like that. I, I mean, so parents, I think, are trying to get better, and I'm just trying to be unique, and it's just a little, like, a little piece of paper so they can frame it and leave it on their desk at school or whatever, and it, you know, it's cute and fun and I don't know. Well, Try to nice. be thoughtful. So don't get you being all nice. Well, you know, sometimes not to you guys, but I am. Oh other no, people. never to us. <laughs> oh, I, as I'm staring at all those like candy and cookies right. sitting out here. Darvio, how was your week? Uh, my week was cool, man. I am just counting down the days until I can go on vacation. I am. Yeah. I have pretty well effectively hit the wall. Uh, I need a break, and I cannot wait. For uh, the next two weeks of vacation, uh, I had a good time at the Greater Cleveland uh, Film Commission's uh, mixer on uh, Wednesday. I'd mentioned that a little bit earlier. Mr. Cobb was there as well. Yes, it was. Uh, had a good time getting to kind of fraternize with a lot of people in the business. Always, uh, always like to go there for every couple of months when they do it. Um, but other than that, man, it's just been hard at work, ready to go to break. That sounds good to me, too. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, how was your week? <laughs> so it, it was, I, I had fun at the Christmas party. That was cool. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yeah, I can't good forget about the too. Christmas party. Yeah. It, it, it would have been nice if I didn't have to work that night. Could have stayed longer. Could have hung out a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, so earlier in the week, though, or later on in the week, I should say. Um, so <clears throat> I ate some food, and I wind up, like, coughing like really hard which i don't know if it was from the food or the coughing caused me to get sick Mm. so it was like okay um i thought it was okay after that well later on i'm at the store with you know gavin and my girlfriend she goes to customer service i go to the back of store to to change him and then i meet over in the food aisle and i walk in the aisle and like she looks at me and she's like what's wrong with your eyes like 
What are you talking about? You got boo boo in Apparently, your Apparently, when I <laughs> either the really hard coughing or the getting sick part caused some blood vessels in to my burst. eyelids to pop. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's all these red dots all over my eyelids. I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, ooh, that looks weird. So, that was my little interesting thing this week. It is weird. So, um, we got to go to break, though, and we will be back here on Necessary. Are we going to talk about my week? Yeah, nope. you got to ask him when we come back. You got to wait till we get back. talking. He'll <laughs> be all right. Yo, this is Darvio the Kingpin Morrow, and I want you to check out my brand new song called Trust Me featuring Madeline Hayes. Cause he out doing what he do And I'm out doing what I do But still thinking about you How did we get caught up in this shit? Been knowing each other forever And it's never been like telling this me just, You wanna chill for a minute And see if we can put this thing back together When we finish just Get Trust Me Now on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Tidal, Pandora And all other major digital outlets From FCB Records, The Orchard, and Sony Music Entertainment Hey, yo, welcome back to Necessary Roughness. Make sure you follow the show on Twitter at NRCLE and on Facebook at Necessary Roughness Radio. Today we have a special interview for you guys, and I'm just going to go ahead and send it over to Mr. CJ Cobb and let him introduce his buddy um, and where he's from and what he does. All right, everybody. So I brought you a Christmas present. Oh, goodness. I can't even talk right now. I'm so excited. I brought you a Christmas present early, uh, and no, it's not anything expensive. It's actually a great piece of journalism uh, history in the making here. I have my friend Matt Robinson from the uh, Ohio Media School and Browns Wire from USA Today. Mac, what's going on, man? Not much, man. How about you, CJ? How you doing? Ah, uh, cholesterol's a little high. <laughs> I think I got gout. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I'm good. I'm I good. think I have gout. <laughs> good to hear. So, Mac, tell us a little bit how, how you got started with uh, Browns Wire real quick. Well, um, I mean, for me, it, it's kind of a funny story. So uh, before I started writing for Browns Wire, um, I had been working in another field, working at a different place, and I decided to kind of go on my own dime um, to go to the Combine uh, back in 27, beginning of 2017. And so... Um, I ended up rooming up with a buddy of mine who also is a writer as well. Um, and through him, I ended up networking with um, Jeff Risden, uh, editor of Brown's Wire. And that was right when they were starting up. And so him and I, we were just kind of talking, you know, um, just having a good time. And then next thing I know, uh, we were talking that next week and everything like that. And he mentioned to me that, oh, they finally gave me the green light to um, to go ahead and add contributors. And he asked me, he was like, yeah, I'd love to have you on. And so uh, that point on, I, I've been writing for them ever since. So beginning of March of 2017, I've been writing for them since then. Awesome, man. See, that's, that goes to show you that all good things come over a drink at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, the Browns have been doing pretty well, better than my Jaguars. Uh, I still love my Jaguars, though. Uh, so, that is already in itself a Christmas present to the people of Cleveland. Mm. Tell me what you've seen so far, just in your uh, time covering the Browns. What, what, what has changed that you've seen? 
I mean, for me, last year, so kind of full disclosure here, last year, a lot of my a lot of my role with Browns Warrior would be to pregame, I would write up the injury reports, which I still do this year. Um, but last year, it would be a lot of the game MVPs and kind of talking about the takeaways from the game. And for me, it was one of those things where obviously you have to find kind of the, the diamond in the rough when it came to a lot of those games last year. And for me, this year, it's been a world of difference because the fact that, obviously, Baker Mayfield has been the biggest difference. The fact that you had the QB and you don't need to worry about it, the first time that I've ever been able to say that, well, I've been alive. So, um, (laughs) I I mean, like, having that question answered is the first time in a a long time. Um, But in addition to that, just seeing the overall kind of motivation of the team and really the, the change started with Hugh Jackson uh, going out as head coach. And for me, it was one of those things where I soured on, I soured on him around like week four, week five last year. And, it's, and it really came to a head against the Titans where you couldn't, you somehow couldn't put together any kind of offense whatsoever last year after losing to Thomas, which I know is a struggle, but at the same time, it, it was one of those things where it, Something had to give when when it came to Hugh Jackson, and the fact that you're seeing the team start to finally put it together after he got fired, I, I don't think that that's any coincidence. So, how do you, if you had to take a guess, like why would Haslam have kept Hugh Jackson after going zero and sixteen? Like that, that's beyond me. I'm, you know, I never understood how or why he would keep him. Um, so what 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 are your what is your opinion on that? Honestly, just from what I, what I've been able to gather and everything that I've seen too, Hugh Jackson is one of those guys where he seems like he's a great guy. He's a great guy, and he knows how to talk to people. And th- that's what I think was the biggest thing was even like you even saw after he was fired that it was a hard decision for Jimmy and D to fire him, and. So for him, it's it's just the fact that he's so well-liked and he knows he's one of those guys who knows how to schmooze, you know, if you know what I mean. So he's one of those guys who kind of knows how to talk and knows how to get his way in a situation. Obviously, I mean, he was able to have he was he, he was able he was able to talk Jimmy into, you know, the firing of Sashi and keeping him on even and giving him another chance because apparently there were no good players on the roster, even though Jabril and Larry Oak and Joby have been playing well this year. Um, but, I mean, th- that's that's the one thing. It's just been the fact that, and even there, there's been numerous articles that have been put out, too, about his time in Oakland where owner Mark Davis was even warned about Hugh possibly going down this road. So that that's the one thing is that he's a, he's a guy who knows how to keep himself in a position of power. Interesting. So since uh, Greg Williams took over as the head coach, what differences have you noticed in like the demeanor in the team and around the locker room? I think for one, it's it seems a little bit more loose, and that that's the that's one of the big things is just and not loose in the sense that like oh everybody's just happy and having a good time and everything like that, but in the sense that. They, they're having fun, but at the same time, they're disciplined. And that was the one thing that I think was missing with Hugh Jackson was the fact that when it came down to Hugh, and I think you even saw it a little bit in, in 
preseason on hard knocks where you would see some of the players that would kind of err on the side of caution instead of necessarily playing those guys. So for me, it was one of those things where, and you would even see it in the penalties, and you've seen the penalties drastically increase since Hugh Jackson left. And that that's the, one of the biggest things that I've noticed is that this team is much more disciplined, and not to mention, too, they're playing to their strengths, which was one of those things that I kind of talked about was the fact that it seemed like Hugh Jackson was trying to force these players into his offense mm. where the best coaches that you see today, I mean, you'd want to talk about Sean McVay and some of these other coaches as well, but they play to their players' strengths. What can I do that makes you comfortable and puts us in the best position? And that's what I think Hugh Jackson was really not trying to do. I think we talked about that not too long ago, being a good coach, being able to coach according to your talent instead of trying to fit your talent into your coaching abilities. I mean, you have to be able to work with what you have and be flexible. Um, And speaking of being flexible, do you see uh, Greg Williams with how well he's doing right now since taking over for for Hugh, do you see him staying on for for next year and even beyond? I mean, I think it depends, honestly. It it really does because when it comes down to Greg Williams – and this is the kind of stance that I've had. I trust John Dorsey with whoever he's going to hire, but at the same time, I don't want to feel limited, and I don't want the candidates to feel limited by the fact that, okay, you're going to be settled by Freddie Kitchens, who I love. I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. Like I, I love him as a coordinator, but when it comes to Freddie Kitchens and when it comes to Greg Williams, I don't want it to be the same situation that Dorsey was put into last year, where he was hired, but well, you don't get to pick your coach. You're, you're going to have Hugh Jackson. It's one of those things where I, I'd like to keep Greg around, but at the same time, if he's let go for a better coach, then then I'm not going to lose sleep over it. I'll put it that way. Are they? Are you hearing anything? Are they bringing anybody in to look for a new coach? Are they putting feelers out? Have you heard anything or noticed anything? Um, I, I have not heard anything along, along those lines. Um, I mean, I, I know, I mean, I know that there are certain, um, I know that there are certain people that Dorsey would be interested in from people that I've talked to. Um, but I, I, I don't really know. I think that that's all going to kind of come to a head here after the season. I think that in that first week or two, you'll, you'll probably get most of this kind of taken care of and kind of moved past. Mm-hmm. And I got to give you credit, too, because when we talked uh, earlier, I want to say last week, you told me about how you kind of called uh, what was going to happen with Hugh Jackson. You, you kind of put it out there in the, in the universe, and next thing you know, I guess the, the higher-ups at the Browns were listening. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, did you, what exactly did you say on Twitter, uh, if you remember, that, that people were like, oh, crap, you called it? Yeah, so, um, and I even remember when I put it out there, too, because I think it was, like, so it was before the Pittsburgh game, um, which had a one-spot start. I put it out there around, like, noon, I want to say. And I I threw out this, I said, well, because the report had come out about Todd Haley and Hugh Jackson feuding, and so I, I basically put it out there. I said, well, if they're feuding, why don't you just fire Todd Haley and Hugh Jackson? And... 
Greg Williams up to head coach, interim head coach, and Freddie Kitchens to OC. And mind you, I, I, I have another job as well that I went into work the next day and not realizing it, but then all of a sudden Hugh Jackson gets fired. And I'm like, thank the Lord. Like, oh my God, Kimmy Haslam finally did something smart. And so I, I was losing it, but then I started to see a Haley ghost. I'm like, oh, I'm like, great, okay, perfect. And then I see the Greg Williams and Freddie Kitchens aspect. I'm like, that's phenomenal. And then I realized, oh my God, I called this yesterday. <laughs> and I, I remember the fact that, like, going into that day or whatever, like, that tweet had, I think, one retweet and 10 likes. And next thing I know, I, I think I ended up, final tally was around, I gained, like, 300 followers on Twitter. And then wow. I had, 1500 likes and 400 retweets i had constant i constantly had people saying that they found uh john dorsey's burner account um i got a bunch of people asking me for lottery for lottery numbers <laughs> um and then uh what was the other one that i would get um uh, I, th- I think that I think that they said like I think they said I have ESP or something like that in there too. I was like a psychic or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, do you have those lottery numbers? Because I mean, I would love to. Uh, um, I, I can tell you from my bank account, I do not have those lottery numbers. <laughs> so is that all that I have to do to get followers and likes on Twitter? Is just be prophetic? Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I guess so. I guess so. Like, just oh, easy start, peasy. Just start throwing darts, and then <laughs> you might land on something at some point. So, so Mac, I want to ask you real quick too, man. Uh, obviously, the Browns, like we like we said, are doing well. What else do you see the Browns uh, adding in the future to kind of propel them to that next level of maybe even playoff contention? Well. I think the biggest thing, and I've talked about it too, but on the defense, I think the defense is probably the closest um, because I think that they're about four spots away. Three, definitely, possibly four um, spots away from being completely loaded, which I would say a pass-rushing defensive tackle, um, I would say for one, uh, would be one of the ones I'm looking at, and especially in this year's draft, that's that's very deep, so you're looking good there. Um, but on top of that, too, I would say keep Joe Schober in the middle of the defense. I think you can replace Collins. I know this is going to be unpopular, too, but I think you can replace Kirksey. Um, because I think that, and the two guys I would replace them with, for agency, I would go after Anthony Barr for the strong side, linebacker side. Um, and then on the other side, you can go after uh, Dayon Buchanan uh, for the for the will for the weak side linebacker, um, and you can kind of replace those guys there and maybe save a little bit of money. But at the same time, too, I think that you overall upgrade that defense. The last position I would say on defense would probably be um, maybe another corner. That that's the only one because I mean Terrence Mitchell has been phenomenal. T.J. Carey, I think you can let go. He's been a guy who has been inconsistent all year long, pretty much. Um, but I think you can let him go, especially with his price tag hiking up after this year. Um, no pun intended. But uh, the other one that I would say, uh, other than the defensive side, on the offensive side, I think left tackle, you can upgrade, and then you can possibly move Greg Robinson over to the right side. Um, and then maybe another receiver. 
But other than that, I think that I think that this team is close, and especially with the fact that um, with the fact that they have players on rookie deals at such key positions. So you think that the franchise pass rusher is under a rookie contract. The franchise corner is under a rookie contract. Your franchise quarterback is under a rookie contract. Your franchise running back is under a rookie contract. You have so much money saved across the board, you can go ahead and take on a shorter deal or more money in the short term, like, for instance, uh, Gerald McCoy, um, who has three years, $13 million left on his deal, that Tampa Bay will probably try to get a pick from after the year. You can probably move on from it. You can probably trade like a fifth round pick or a fourth round pick for him and then take care of that defensive tackle position. Right. All right. Well, we got to get going to break. But before we go, uh, Matt, can you go ahead and plug your social media for those followers? Yeah, for sure. So go ahead. Um, you guys can always check out the Browns Wire stuff on Twitter at the Browns Wire. Uh, we have all the latest Browns news and notes. Um, also, you guys. And best reach me on Twitter at Mac Robinson C L E. That's M A C. You know how to Robinson's the normal spelling. I'm not going to go through it all for you, but um, Mac Robinson C L E on uh, on Twitter, Instagram as well. Um, and yeah, that Twitter's the best way to reach me. Though I, I, I normally try to talk back to everybody that um, interacts with me. All right. Well, thank you for so much so much for coming on and doing this interview with us, Mac. I'm following you now, Yeah, Matt. thanks for having me on. <laughs> All right, we got to go to break. We'll be back here on Necessary Roughness. Hey, yo, this is E. Will from the Outlaws Radio Show and Necessary Roughness Radio. People love Netflix, but for some, it isn't in their budget. And for others, they're paying for both Netflix and the data they watch it. Now, they don't have to. With T-Mobile, you get unlimited data with Netflix included for the whole family, which means you can all watch thousands of shows and movies, whatever you want, anytime you want, on any device you want, all without paying more. Wherever you want to watch T-Mobile has you covered. Only at T-Mobile, you can get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included. And right now, if you buy a Samsung Galaxy S9, you get one free with 24 monthly bill credits. So you and your family can binge on all of your Netflix Netflix favorites on your new phones. Visit a T-Mobile store today or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. Unlimited data on their network, video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel, balances due. Well-qualified customers. Full price, $720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Hey, yo, welcome back to Necessary Roughness. Once again, this is Eric E. Will Williams alongside Christy Maggard. Hey, hey. CJ Cobb. I like how you did that. That's called putting some respect on the name, baby. <laughs> and Dario, the Kingpin Morrow. Yes, sir. With shades of G. Will. My, yeah, my godson is currently calling me. He wants me to see his tablet right now. So go ahead, continue while I All right, to the so little now one. comes the time of the show where all you listeners love to hear the superstar of the show's voice, Christy Maggard, for the rundown. Let's get it. Thanks for the only fanfare that I get. Yeah. I appreciate it, guys. You like that crowd noise? <laughs> I did. I really like it a lot. <laughs> I don't get it often. Um, <laughs> Five-star defensive end Zach Harrison committed to the Ohio State University this week. Hmm. The should have went to Cincinnati. Well, it was <laughs> the program 65243 is the nation's number one high school defensive end and ranked fourth overall high school player. 
Harrison from Olentangy Orange High School whoop, whoop, chose Ohio State over Michigan and Penn State. He joins two other five-star recruits, wide receiver Garrett Weissen and center Harry Miller for the 2019 recruiting class. Speaking of Ohio State, fan and Grammy winner John Legend just happens to have a three-star wide receiver named Mike Brown-Stevens from Akron, Ohio. Brown-Stevens created a dilemma for his uncle by committing to Minnesota this week. Legend tweeted he's proud of his nephew and will cross the fan bridge when they get there. If Minnesota, yeah. when he's, Minnesota he's, plays. An, he's an Ohio native, too, by the way, John, John Legend. John Legend, <clears throat> yep, and an uh, avid Ohio State fan, so, you know. <laughs> I was about to say some of John Legend, but y'all don't pay me enough for that, so yeah. <laughs> let that go. And further into the Buckeye news, Urban Meyer's first role after retiring from coach uh, might put him into the classroom. Um, it looks like he's setting up to teach a leadership and character course in uh, the College of Business at the Ohio State University. As far as we know, he still is um, planning to retire from football full-time, but he might go into a teaching position. So best of luck with that. That, that would be fantastic. Um, bad news, however... Um, for uh, Green Bay's um, DT, Kenny Clark's hometown, um, there was a Christmas caper, apparently, this week. Clark and his mother run a toy drive for kids in San Bernardino, California, and persons unknown stole over $5,000 in donated toys from Clark's mother's house for the toy drive. The plan was to provide toys for 300 kids in the area. Fortunately, thanks to some last-minute donations, the distribution still took place, although it's unknown how many kids they were able to help for that. The police have been contacted and provided with surveillance footage. Clay Matthews has stepped up and also offered to help in any way he can. Um, both um, Clark and Matthew said what a terrible situation this is and everything like that. Personally, I hope they find whoever did it and just let Clay Matthews after him. Just <laughs> let that. There you go. promise That's, you there'll be no flags thrown for whatever he does. None. I mean, it's kids. Come on. That's messed up. It's man. Right? It's like, geez, oh, Pete's. But... Hopefully, uh, that's an annual toy drive that they do. A GoFundMe has been set up for that as well. So hopefully, they can get some momentum, and maybe it'll even make it uh, a little bit, you know, more um, more donations in the future for them. Cam Jordan, defensive end from New Orleans, argued recently that quarterback ben, Big Ben Roethlisberger isn't top five of his generation, thus implying he's not a future Hall of Famer. Jordan said, really, in a recent um, in a recent press conference when one of the journalists brought up that uh, Roethlisberger is a probable f- uh, future Hall of Famer. And he said that you'd put he, you'd really put him before Breeze, Brady, Rogers, and Peyton Manning. In fact, Jordan actually put Eli Manning before Ben. <laughs> Damn. But, but he's also Damn. known to really stir the pot and has and has done some kind of things to to joke around. I don't know. I think people. I agree with him. I agree. I actually Eli, agree with him. Eli? Not Eli's Eli. got two Super Bowls, that was, don't he? That was he does. And Ben has two Super Bowls as well, but he's had three appearances and he actually has only one less win than Drew Brees. So he's... I'd still put Drew Brees over Roethlisberger. Obviously. So you, like in no specific order, am I saying this, but you got Brees, 
Brady, Rodgers, Manning. Who was the fifth? Eli? Yeah. Uh, well, he, well, he said that he would, in fact, put Eli, rank Eli over. So he, he specifically mentioned Breeze, Brady, Rodgers, and Peyton Manning. And then he's like, I, I'd even put Eli Manning before Ben Roethlisberger. And that's just disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> and not, to, not to hijack your rundown here, no. but what about Philip Rivers? See, I was yes. thinking Philip Rivers. What he we, was also in think the conversation. About him? Yeah. He threw that out, too. So. He should be in the conversation more than Eli. Because, but since he's not as established as some of the other quarterbacks, we're looking at like his future career as is. You know, these other guys have been in the NFL for a little bit longer. I mean, Peyton Manning's already retired. So, anyway, Philip Rivers has been in the league. Isn't it the same amount as Drew Brees? Yeah. Well, oh, he, he, he really? took over for Drew Brees after uh, Brees left San Diego. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No. Rivers has been in the league for a while. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, when you, yeah, no, old. no, listen to me. When you get he's as old as I am. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Everybody feels like a youngster. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Brown's offensive lineman coach, Bob Wiley, made famous <laughs> by <laughs> exactly hard, Don't do that. his appearances on Hard Knocks <laughs> and a recent Twitter video showing him as Santa Claus and the offensive lineman pushing him on a sled as reindeer. It's, <laughs> it's pretty funny. I, I'm not going to lie. Um, actually broke his ankle this week and underwent, uh, it broke his ankle during practice this week and underwent surgery to repair it. So he will not be at the game. I really thought you were about to say he broke his ankle when- like getting off the sled or something. Oh, in that video? No. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Well, shout out, shout out to him. I hope he gets yeah, I hope better get well and, soon. and heals and all that. Yes. So just to clarify, actually back on December 8th, just recently, Philip Rivers turned 37. Jeez. Long okay. in the game. He's I guess. Yeah. Game. It doesn't feel like it. I don't know. I, whatever. After starting Chargers quarterback, Drew Brees went to the New Orleans Saints following the 2005 season. Rivers took over. Okay. Well, I mean, He's old. It, is, it is what it is. It just doesn't feel like it to me. So, my bad. I'm sorry, everyone. I, <laughs> there. I remember that because my, my Madden tight end, who I created with dreadlocks, uh, was <laughs> like a 300-pound tight end with hands as soft as, you know, Cottonelle, just catching everything. You know what I'm saying? Broke many records. And Phillip Rivers was my quarterback oh, for see? the Chargers. Very with LT. Young. Uh, speaking of, hold on, before I ask this, do you have any more? No. Okay, so speaking of football teams, what's going on with your Jags, man? You mentioned them in passing earlier. Hmm? What's up with your Jags, man? What? Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? No, Jags, you know. To which are you referring? <laughs> there's Jalen Ramsey and then there's the rest of the team. You know, I mean, weren't they a playoff team last year? I mean, well, you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, things come in seasons. <laughs> you know, well, why you say that like TD Jakes? When they gave Bortles the the contract extension, I don't understand why they did that. You know, when and I, now you're stuck with Cody Kessler. When I said all good things come over Cody at the bar, Kessler. You know, some there's there's some exceptions when you're at the bar and you're drinking. Some ideas shouldn't be floated out there. And wait, 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 wait. Let's extend. I, I need to emphasize this <laughs> one more time. Browns castaway. Cleveland Browns castaway. Cody Kessler. Is y'all starting quarterback? Is y'all starting quarterback? Well, you know, when you when you when you bring your little brother along and you know your little brother ain't really good at anything, <laughs> you never think that he's gonna get in the game. But then something terrible happens and you need one more to fill out the team. So, you know, you just call the little brother, you just 
throw him in there. That's what worse than a little brother. That's like a step above the water boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was basically me growing up because I was the little sister. That's that is three steps below a water boy. But so. I still love my Jag Duval till we die all day. But seriously, though, what happened? Did I say? Did I say the whole thing about things? Good things come in seasons. Did I, did I say that already? You started with that. Yeah. Well, I, he's gonna I end with that one too. I, I don't know, man. They're just, they're just the Jaguars. It's just what they do, man. <laughs> one day they'll be back. They'll be back. That's what most, Speaking that's what of most being back, do. we got to go to break. We'll be back here on Necessary Roughness. Hey, everybody. This is Christy Maggard from Necessary Roughness coming at you. People love Netflix. I know my family and I, were addicted to it. But for some reason, it might not be in their budget. And for others, they're paying for both Netflix and the data to watch it. Now you don't have to. With T-Mobile, you get unlimited data with Netflix included for the whole family. Me as a couponer, that is huge. Which means you can watch thousands of shows and movies wherever you want anytime you want on any device that you want. Huge! With summer around the corner and everybody using phones and tablets all the time, this is awesome! And you can do it all without paying more. Wherever you want to watch, T-Mobile has you covered. Only at T-Mobile you can get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included. And right now, buy a Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits. So you and your family can binge all the Netflix and all your favorites, all you want, on any device you want. Visit a T-Mobile store today or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. Unlimited data on their network, video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel, balances due. Well-qualified customers. Full price, $720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Necessary Roughness. Make sure you follow the show on Twitter at NRCLE and on Facebook at Necessary Roughness Radio. So, it came out that Patriots, New England Patriots wide receiver Josh Gordon, effective as of Thursday, December 20th, via the NFL, uh, has been returned to the reserve slash commissioner suspended list indefinitely for violating the terms of his conditional reinstatement under the policy and program for substances of abuse. So, AKA drug abuse, just in case nobody picked up on that. We, we all know the, the quote unquote struggles that he's had dating back to high school, college. You know, he didn't go in the regular draft. He had to go in the supplemental draft because there were questions about, you know, could he stay clean off of whatever drugs, whether it be weed, whether it be, you know, prescription drugs, whatever. Cleveland Browns took a chance on him and he got suspended multiple times. You know, he, you know, it's crazy because he has so much potential, but he's willing to sacrifice, you know, the millions of dollars that he could have been making and the records he could be breaking, uh, considering all the potential he has as an athlete for the sake of whatever he's got going on. Now, he did issue a uh, statement on his Twitter I take my mental health very seriously at this point to ensure I remain able to to perform at the highest level. I have recently felt like I could have a better grasp on things mentally. With that said, I will be stepping away from the football field for a bit to focus on my mental health. I would like to thank Coach Belichick, Mr. Kraft, as well as countless others within the Patriots organization for their continued support. I want to thank my fans for their support as well as I continue down the path getting back to 100%. So here's my issue with this. 
every time he's gotten caught with some type of drug test and he either he knew he was going to fail or it was already found out that he failed or whatever, he's always thrown out there, oh, my mental health this, my mental health that. But you never hear anything about his mental health otherwise. So it, to me, it's almost like he's using it as a crutch. Like, And in a way, it's almost – now, I, I don't know the man personally, so I, I can't say that he doesn't have mental health issues. But perception is everything, and the, you know what I'm getting out of this. It's almost like it's disrespectful to people who actually have mental health issues. That it's like he's only using that as an excuse in my eyes, and it, it, it's just. I'm glad that the Cleveland Browns got rid of him when they did. Uh, there were some people that um, you know didn't understand why John Dorsey traded him away. But this is this here now is showing that John Dorsey yet again made another good move for the Cleveland Browns in getting rid of Josh Gordon and a seventh round pick in return for a fifth round pick. There were some caveats to that uh trade that I don't have the full details on at the moment. Um but we can maybe look into that a little bit later. But it it's just crazy to know that this man is willing to sacrifice all of it for whatever substances he's deciding he wants to abuse so i'm so sorry go ahead i'll make it i'll make it quick because my comments are going to be brief um so my biggest concern is for josh gordon the man not josh gordon the football player because as far as i'm concerned that part of that chapter of his life is pretty pretty much over um josh gordon the man needs to get himself together and that's the most important thing. It's like, yeah, we're, you know, we're, we're all going to talk and debate about, you know, how this impacts things on the football field, you know, the Browns decision and now uh, what the Patriots do afterwards. But the most important thing is Josh Gordon, the man. I mean, clearly someone who will give away as much as he's given away uh, to get high is someone who is not well. And from someone who has had, you know, a family member deal with that issue you know some people call it a disease but whatever you want to call it from having a family member that has dealt with that thing you know they (laughs) they don't make rational decisions and it's clear that josh has not made a rational decision since high school when it comes to this particular issue so my main concern is for josh gordon the man because i think he needs to be worried about being josh gordon the man and not josh gordon the football player yeah, I'm going to piggyback off you really quick. I'm sorry, Eric, I just interrupted you. No, I was but... actually going to send it to you. Oh, okay, thanks. A <laughs> um, couple months ago, um, over the summer, I think like August time frame, I also did, Josh Gordon was in the rundown again, um, about he stepped away from football. He wasn't going to be at Brown's training camp right. um, because he had some paternity disputes. And I feel like kind of tagging on to what Eric already said, he always steps away from from football to like you said Darvio focus on himself whenever something controversial comes up he's he you know he's suspended for drugs or paternity or something and then he's like oh yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna take a time out from football but th- this is like an an ongoing pattern for him over years it's like okay I don't know what you have to do to figure out what is going on but please figure it out. And I totally agree, Darvio. I mean, he has to get himself right before. I mean, even if he does go back to football, if you're not right with yourself, it doesn't matter what you're, yeah, you're just going to keep going right back to the same thing. So good luck. 
CJ, what do you got for us? Uh, oh, nothing. I'm I'm totally fine with what he's doing. No, <laughs> look, it, it, and I'm I might be a little like biased on this just because you know as a former football player who's dreamed of getting to that level of the NFL, who would never think of jeopardizing uh, that opportunity at all. With, with whether it be, I mean, hell, even in in college when uh, they did drug tests, they rarely needed to drug test me because they just knew I wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I wasn't. I wasn't about that. I mean, yeah. I get it. I get. It. I've had teammates that smoked. I, I get. Sometimes it makes you feel like you play better. I get. It. If that's the truth, great, great on you. But be smart enough that to know that this is. This, you are now in professional sports. They have rules and bylaws in there that prohibit you from participating in that. And even I know. Uh, some some of my buddies that were in in the NFL, they say that when they get into the program, like when they get caught with their first offense, they get entered into this uh, program, and they let you know in advance when they're coming to test you. So, oh, geez, really? When they let you know and you still fail, it's a problem. Yeah, you know, and like you guys were saying, using football as the re- like, I, I have to step away from football to get my mind right. No. Bro, you, it's not football is not the issue now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's you. Like you were saying, Darvio, there comes a point in time as a man that you have to decide who you're going to be. You know, what, what is going to define you and what kind of character you're going to have going forward in your life. And right now, Josh Gordon, this is, this is a pivotal moment because now you've been caught, I don't know how many times, mm-hmm. with, with, with some sort of uh, substance abuse mm-hmm. or, like you said, paternity issues. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you, I'm, bro, I'm talking to you like I'm in the locker room. Bro, you have to make smarter life decisions, point blank, period. Make smarter life decisions. There's people out here who are chomping at the bit to get in the NFL, who will give anything and everything to get in the NFL. Um, and you just sit up there and you kind of like, it's, it's almost like it's easy for you. Like, oh, well, whatever, I'll just step away and then I'll come back. Yeah. You know, I'll do this. I wish that worked for like taxes. Oh, you know what? I, you know, I, I got caught eating cake again, and now I, I have a problem eating cake. So I'm going to step away from paying my taxes. And, you know, no, it's not. That's that. Football doesn't cause stress where you. I mean, well, let me let me walk that back. Professional football, there is a certain level of stress there. Mm-hmm. However, knowing that if you partake in this substance, you could potentially lose your job should be good enough to scare you away from that, at least while you're, you know, playing. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Eric. No, were you done? Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm frustrated I was right Just now, really so. quick, I was just going to say that, so I was looking at some of the things on Twitter um, about... <laughs> Gavin, give me his professional insight. Thank you, Gavin. <laughs> there, were, there were some arguments on Twitter about, oh... How he's going to wind up being suspended and he's going to lose out on the rest of his career for a substance that people, you know, they're assuming that it's marijuana that is legal in some of the states in the U.S. My, my thing about that side of the argument is even in, even if it is legal in some of the states of the U.S., that doesn't matter. When you get matter. a job and that job states that you are not to partake in these things, then you need to abide by those rules. If, if you they say you can't job. do it, you can't do it. Here, right, right. here in Cleveland at the Cleveland Clinic, if you work for the Cleveland Clinic, you can't smoke cigarettes. 
Cigarettes are legal everywhere. But if you want to keep that job, you can't do it. Right. Period. Yeah. Point blank period. Bro, so, th- there's an right. off-season for that. Sorry, Eric. There's an off-season. <laughs> We're in the off-season. Go smoke. <laughs> do your thing. But I just want to know what he thinks that, you know, continue playing at the highest level. You haven't been playing at the highest level you for like two years. You haven't been playing at all. And I so. want to say he went to the Patriots. He had maybe 40 catches for 700 or something yards and three yeah. touchdowns. So that's only a clip of what we know he can do. He has Hall of Fame talent, but he can't get out of his own way. So to me, yeah. don't even worry about football no more, bro. Right. Just take care of yourself. Get yourself right. I, will, I will say this before we, we wrap it up. Uh, I had a former teammate that went to uh, school with me, and he, he you know played with Josh Gordon, and he said he doesn't – I'll be nice. He said he doesn't make the best decisions. He doesn't make the smartest decisions mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. So I'll leave it at that. So now this is your chance to step away. Again, and get your mind right, bro. We want we want you to be better. Yeah. I want you to be better. Right. Yeah. We want to see yeah. you get it together for yourself yeah. and for your uh, children. Absolutely. Kid, kids, I don't know. But we got to go. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy, Happy New Year. Year. Make good decisions. Send all presents to me. <laughs> The FCB Radio Network, first class broadcasting worldwide. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.